Hello and welcome to the podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I'm Lisa Tauber. I'm an award-winning personal stylist who's actually been in the business now for 17 years. I specialize in elevating professional women, entrepreneurs, and women in business with their personal brand. These podcasts are about sharing my hints and tips. And along the way, I'm super excited to welcome guests who will be sharing their star stories, their expert advice. And I'm also going to be showcasing some brands that I know you are going to love. So if you're a lady who lacks time, struggles to put an outfit together, wears the same things time and time again, and doesn't want the hassle to find something new when shopping, you will absolutely enjoy this podcast. I really hope you love the podcast, The Pocket Stylist. Hello and welcome to episode 74 of the podcast, um, The Pocket Stylist. So I'm Lisa Talbot and today I'm really, really chuffed because we've actually been talking for about the past 45 minutes before I press record, but I'm joined by Peter, the stylist, aka Peter Kane. So Peter, it is so lovely to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much for inviting me on this podcast. By the way, this is the first podcast I've ever done, so it's even more exciting. But it's brilliant, isn't it? And because we we kind of came into contact through social media because you're based in Sheffield and I'm yes. based, you know, down near London. Yeah, it's the perfect combination though because I actually used to live in London. Um so and then I actually relocated up to Sheffield. So we definitely have that in common as well because I know exactly what it's like um in that London lifestyle. <laughs> Very <Yeah>. busy. <laughs> and it is, and do you know what? They've since they've opened the Elizabeth line, it you can get around London, especially into Canary Wharf and Liverpool Street, so much quicker. But before we we're going to talk today, aren't we, about the positivity of clothing, of what you wear, because we you and I both one hundred percent agree with this. But for everyone who's listening, and for those that are watching on YouTube, just give everybody a little bit of um, kind of brief history about yourself, because you started your kind of styling career, didn't you, in a department store a long time ago just tell everybody you know where that all started yes so I was um in John Lewis um for about 10 years in Sheffield um originally I um, lived in London and I worked in various um boutiques um on the King's Road with gorgeous <gasps> vintage emporiums and um, one of them was Steinberg and Tolkien which um used to dress people like Kate Moss <gasps> and um Galliano would come in um Anasui would come in and it was just an absolute treat and that's probably where I learned my history of fashion physically to actually yeah. touch and feel the garments and the silhouettes and the shapes and it really tested my my eye and for fitting ladies into these garments because um there'd be only one-off pieces there'd be one-off pieces so there might be a chanel dress in there um there might be an aussie clark dress um from the 70s in there um and because there'd be one-offs i'd have to get that right the first time so when my clients would come in and they'd say oh peter what have you picked for us um, today so i would know exactly i'd know all the stock in steinberg and tolkien because i'd go through every single dress there'd be like yeah. thousands of dress in there so i'd really hone that hone my eye to make sure that person and their personality would fit the actual dress 
Um, so that was a real treat to to work there. Um, and then I worked. Um, I was at Angels the Costumiers for five years, who did um, costume um, <gasps> film and TV. So again, probably seven. Well, actually, it is seven miles worth of period costume in yeah, Angels yeah. and Bermans. Wow. And then. Then my hubby and me decided um, to relocate up to gorgeous sunny Sheffield. And um, then I saw this opportunity at John Lewis Sheffield. They call it Cole Brothers. And um, it was for a personal stylist job. And I thought, you know what? I would really, really love to do that because it's almost like it was natural for me to help ladies and men and just to inspire them. And then I just think it's the best decision I ever made. And it's, um, I was saying this to you um, before, Lisa, is yeah. it's almost like it was like a happy accident. It was meant for me. Um, it's like personal styling found me because I love that interaction, that personal one-to-one interaction with all my clients to make sure that they feel and look amazing in their clothes because it's, it's almost like a bit of an addiction, to be honest. I just love helping people look their best. Yeah, and and do you know that? But it's such an interesting thing, isn't it? What you said, you said, look good, feel good, and yeah. that's what our always as a stylist our our aim is, um, because you know whether it's gentlemen or women or and you know whether it's Primark or Prada, yeah. everybody can feel good in in what they're wearing. And you obviously you've left John Lewis um, now, and you're yes. completely your own business now, aren't you? Was that yeah. a couple of years ago? Yes, it was. So in, um, they decided um, to get rid of the, the store in Sheffield and bless them. A lot of um, a lot of the customers were very unhappy um, because they loved coming into John Lewis Sheffield. But then I decided to go freelance and really focus um, still keeping my clients from from Carl Brothers. And then I also gained some new clients. And now I'm based at Meadowhall. Um, so I'm um, a lot of people know me as the Meadow Hall stylist as well. Oh, okay. Um, and but I like to think of myself as Peter the personal stylist because a lot of my clients who'd come into Cole Brothers would say, "Where's Peter?" And they're like, "Peter who?" We're like Peter the personal stylist. Yeah, so yeah, it, yeah. It does what it says on the tin, basically. Yeah. But but you know, you've said a couple of things that's made me think. First of all, you said about. Um, kind of the touchy feely in in a comment earlier on yes. but then you also said about you know they people used to come into to the John Lewis and ask for you and what's really interesting i think some of those department stores because i worked within fenwick and what's really yeah. interesting some people come in there as a community you know people uh, that might not see anybody during the day we used to have a 92 year old lady come in and tell the most amazing stories amazing. yeah yeah, yeah. But she came in to be completely immersed in this lovely fashion and colour and fabric. And, and it's really interesting because we, you know, we know the online market is, is huge. We know it is. But I don't think you'll ever take away the fact of visually being able to see product, see colour, see texture, see fabric. Will you? I don't think yeah. you, you'll ever get away from that either. No, I, I don't think, and I think it's such a shame in that sense um, for those people who lost that amazing little department store. Um, but it was that that interaction. You know, like I always believe that thing of, um, you know, you could come in and spend lots and lots of money on, on um, loads of clothes. But what I also celebrated was that person who'd come in and they may only spend 
like, you know, 15 quid on a scarf, but they'd get that lovely colour, confidence boost. And they might come in the next week and spend money on a pair of um, gloves. Yeah. And, and but it's, they were still coming in to get that interaction. They may just come in and not spend money on anything, mm-hmm. but at least they knew that that service was there um, or that person was there that inspired them mm-hmm. um, to really to really give them that little push of inspiration colour inspiration that's all anyone needs just that boost of inspiration yeah absolutely and and you know that my podcast last week was all about um the how fashion has impacted our mental health and this was that the podcast last week was all about that and it, it made me think oh my goodness more about how clothing has an effect on how we feel so you know, we call this podcast today, you know, the positive effect of clothing. And I think it's so true, isn't it? It's clothes. I always say to people, clothes have an amazing way of making you feel absolutely brilliant or incredibly crap. And from my perspective, it's all about having something that you wear, like you said, whether it be the scarf or whether it be the gloves or the coat that makes you feel good. And you're on the same page with this, aren't you, about how Mm. clothes can really affect your mood completely and and what what we find when we are with our clients um like in a session there may be um some clothes or colors that people have worn when they were children or maybe have been in difficult situations that reminds them of feeling uncomfortable and un, unease um, and that's why sometimes people can put up blocks about certain items of clothes or colours that can make them feel negative. Um, but I suppose really when we're, when they're in a session with us, it's almost like we, we bring them out of that unease and showing them new possibilities, um, especially with colour, fit and style. Mm. It's, it's more about making them comfortable as they are now. Yeah, um, yeah. I remember a lady the other day, um, I was I did um, a whole selection for her and she says, Peter, she says, I'm so chuffed because I didn't have to think about um, losing weight. Um, you made me feel so confident in how I feel now, how I look now. You showed me I do have a waist yeah. because I never thought I had a waist. And I had to actually show her, I had to put her against the wall and say, listen, you are an hourglass shape. Look at that amazing waist. Look at your long legs. And she wasn't celebrating them. She was, what I call it is, um, and I picked it up from a friend when I was a teenager. I call it the mirror monkeys. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. And everyone, when they're in, in front of a mirror, they zone in on their negative Yep, 100%. Areas. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love an ale or three. And I've got my <laughs> own, I've got my own little tom. That I know it's it's a work in progress, but I know that it's there. So I actually do my little tricks on how to take away that detail with suiting or waistcoats, etc. So then when I'm in front of that lady, in front of the mirror with that lady, I'm showing her she's got assets she can really celebrate. So it's about turning it in from a negative into a positive. So yeah. then she's got amazing shoulders that align with her hips. So it's about celebrating that silhouette of of her shape instead of judging herself all the time. Yeah, I absolutely love that, and and you're you're right. And and I say to clients, what you see in a mirror is not what everybody else sees. So so you get dressed in the morning, and you might be looking at 
I don't know, um, your arms look, you you think your arms look yeah. big in that shirt. And then you go for coffee or you go to work and someone says to you, oh, I love your shoes. And you go, well, hang on a minute. Why are they not looking at my arms? Because other people don't see that. And we yeah. are we are sometimes so hard on ourselves. We but are. actually, like your job and my job, it's about it's about bringing out the person that's there from a positive point of view, because we see it, don't we? We see the, the wonderful shapes, the great skin tones. And our job is to enhance it in by showing ladies and gentlemen, if you work with gentlemen that, you Mm -hmm. know, there is so much out there and it doesn't matter whether you're five foot tall, six foot tall, size six, size 28. It doesn't matter. It's about how you feel in your clothes. Because isn't that the joy of the diversity of the world? Yeah. Isn't that amazing? The fact that everyone's so different. Yeah. But but what we all are, that we are people who get up, we go, we possibly go to work. We we want to wear beautiful colours and beautiful fabrics. And isn't that lovely that everyone is different? Yes. And that we and that we have that training to help those people to to achieve the results that they want as well. And yeah. to actually because what I would put someone in, I looked at, and you will do this as well, is in we look at these people objectively. We're not looking at them. We're not putting our style, as personal stylists, we're not putting our style onto them. It's about finding out the personality of the people mm-hmm. um, and trying to synchronise what they're about from the inside and making that look amazing on the outside. Yep. Because then they feel it, don't they? They, yeah. they feel it. And and I was just sitting there thinking that, you know, you and I are no different. And and I was talking to mm. my husband at the weekend because he's got a, a Christmas do that we're going to go to. And I said to him, oh, he said to me one night, what are you doing on your phone? And I was looking for, an, for something I wanted to wear, right? So I've gone yeah. through it and I was like, oh, I've just found this, right? And he just looked at me and he said, seriously, can't you be like everybody else. And I said, no, 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 because I don't want to look like everyone else. I said, this is my personality. I love colour. I love things that are a bit different. But it just made me giggle because, you know, I've been married 20, over 20 years. And he just looked at me and went, yeah, because of course you're not, are you? Because you, whenever we go anywhere, you are you. And I said, yeah, I said, if you, and if you try to conform me to not something that's a strong print or a lovely color, I said, I'm not going to feel like me. And he said, no, I get it. But it was just so interesting because I was like, no, this is me. You know, I've got a daughter who's a little bit quirky, whereas my, her twin brother is very branded, loves brands, but might buy clothes four times a year. Whereas she's quite happy to churn it out because she's a different kind of, yeah, yeah. All that type of thing. So I think it's so true how when we work with somebody, the difference we can make to their self-esteem. You had some stats, didn't you, that you were yes. you told me earlier on all about um, going back to the positivity, didn't you? Yeah, well, it's very, really interesting because 
at this 2012 at Northwestern University in America, they were talking about, they did this research and they called it enclosed cognition. This idea of when you actually wear, when you wear a piece of clothing, it can actually inspire you um, like physically and mentally to actually um, achieve better. So they actually put um, students in lab coats and they actually improved like, 50% more than they would have without the lab coat which is amazing wow. um, so they call that um they call that the positive effect of performance when you wear those certain pieces of clothing um and the same thing could be said about suiting I suppose yeah yeah you know like when you um you could be wearing a pair of tracky bottoms you know through the day you might feel a little bit you know relaxed etc um but then when you put on something like a suit um even for myself when I wear a suit god I really it really holds me um up in a different way my deportment aligns a lot better so I'm actually holding myself completely different and I feel ready to step out into the world so that suiting um it's amazing what the power of clothing can do it's mm-hmm. just such an amazing and I know some people may think oh it's materialism you know it's fickle but at the same time is in ever since you know the idea of the garden of Eden the garden of eden you know wearing the, the leaf over yeah, yeah. It's th- this idea of um clothing the idea of being clothed and the power of what we do to our bodies to to celebrate ourselves and to clothe us and um that's quite interesting and i mean this is why fashion is more important than ever we see it all over instagram um in the media and um, so that's why it's an ultimate fascination isn't it yeah, it, and it is. And and what's really interesting, I think sometimes the clothing that we wear can be seen as almost a suit of armour. You know, it becomes our protective layer, especially yeah. when, like you said about the lab coat, that makes people feel professional. Yes. You know, some there's such an interesting stat because also when you think about it, I, I know I've worked with clients who say, oh, I wear this because it, it makes me feel you know, confident to go mm. out, or we know that you know if you if you take even from a branding point of view, you know, business owners and female business owners and business leaders, and you know, they they'll wear certain things for a meeting because they feel powerful in what they're wearing, and it yeah. doesn't. It could be a suit. It might not have to be. It could be just a, a shirt that somebody loves that it makes yes. them feel good, doesn't it? Yeah, and it's amazing, is in when I'm with my clients and just listening to them, is in even they know that they want to have that real gorgeous quality fabric. They'll know the difference between yeah. quality and and that even just wearing something with a beautiful fabric made of silk or maybe like a cupra or a viscose, something that really works for, for them is in. And that's the beauty of when they book in with us because everyone, again, has their own style identity that we know about so we we can actually see them uh, um, those people who come to us they might not understand that but that's why they come to us and we show them why certain fabrics work for them yeah have you seen more um ladies investing in more i would call middle higher end brands purely because they know from a longevity point of view so yes it's going to make them feel good but then from a longevity point of view because I've seen a lot of clients now who are doing that because 
from a sustainability point yes. of view, they're, they're seeing much more into the future with their clothing. Mm-hmm. Have you seen more ladies doing that, you know, with yourself? Completely, as in people are not thinking about um, fast fashion. My clients are definitely not um, fast fashion. They're more about, um, I, I still get that element of trend in there. Yeah. And I make sure that, like we both would do, is infuse that trend into their personal style. So as in we make, because we know that personal style is timeless and it's about yeah. them getting their right style for them um, but what they will be after is a serviceable this word came up a lot last week actually <laughs> it's it was almost like the the word of the week a serviceable coat so it's still um <laughs> it's still a very good quality a gorgeous color coat um but something that will wear they'll wear again and again and get a good wear out of and the same with tops skirts etc it's about it's about getting that wear out of those items and that is very much sustainable isn't it oh my you, goodness yes if you make sure you buy pieces um that you'll just wear time and time again is in I've, I've had clients come back and i i almost gig, giggle with them because they have really worn these pieces and you almost see little have you have you seen that Lisa where you you get a client and they say Lisa I've worn this to bits and yeah. literally it's almost fun part yeah but that's a fabulous um thing because they really have worn that and they yeah. actually they are getting their wear out of it and then um, I mean I do tell them there are um, places where they can recycle these pieces yeah. and we can get new versions of them but that's again, it's about getting making sure that person um is wearing something that really suits their shape, suits their lifestyle. Lifestyle is a big key. Oh, huge, isn't, isn't it? it? Yeah. Is it is in I mean, I'm not going to put someone into a long spangly dress and say, Oh yeah, you need to buy that. You need to definitely buy that. When they are going from A to B, um, pop, popping the kids off at school, yeah, uh, then back in in the car, you know, going to the job, etc. I mean, everyone is different, but is in. I tend to get a lot of functional men and women who are very, very busy. So I make sure that the pieces I pick work for their lifestyle. Yes, massively. Yeah, and and a big a big thing is that they can reach for it in the wardrobe because we know time and time again. We've all been there where we're looking for an outfit. We think, oh, my goodness, what can I wear? And it's because they don't have those reachable pieces, those things that they can just think, yes, that is a bit of me. I'm going to wear that today. I'm going to feel amazing. Mm-hmm. And and that's what we do as stylists is in we make sure that they have these pieces that they don't even have to think about. They're like, yeah, that's me done. I can get on with my day because a lot of people do not have the time to be thinking about what to wear. <laughs> yeah. I think I think some, you some and I are closed. To be honest, I think I think you and I are cloned in the way that we work because we work so similar because I always say to someone, you know, we, we hear that analogy, don't we? You wear 20% of your wardrobe 80% of the time. I say to my clients, you need to be wearing 100% of your wardrobe 100% of the time. But like, exactly like that, if you get um, a partner that comes home and says, oh, we're going out for dinner tonight, you can go, great, I can wear this, this or this. Or yeah. you go, oh, actually, I'm going for a walk with the dog and my friends at the weekend. That's fine because I could wear this and this. There should never be 
I, I think anything in your wardrobe that you can't wear for any occasion, you have a, like a fallback garment, don't you? Or the fallback dress. If you suddenly get invited to an event, you don't have to think, oh, I need to go buy something new. You can go, okay, that's fine. I could wear this. So yeah. you've, you've got that wardrobe. It's so important, you know, because I think now, People's lives are so busy. And if yeah. I look at my my life, I'm, you know, a mum to twins. They all right, they're 18, but I've got one dropping at the train station, one goes off to do a horse, the other I then I have to walk the dog, then I've still got yeah. to go to work. So when you we're all the same. So actually, you've got to be able to get dressed in the morning and get undressed at night, not get undressed halfway through the day because you're changing what you're doing to then it, it otherwise that just makes a, the wardrobe really unwearable and, and makes your life so much harder, yeah. doesn't it? It completely agree. And it's and people do not want to be getting in and out of clothes. <laughs> and every, like every day, like thinking, oh, I've got to do this now. And it almost makes them actually turn off clothes. So which is probably why um, a lot of these people have come to us because they just want that wardrobe that they don't have to think about and that works for them. For It ticks the box for many things. Yeah. And that's why, again, it feeds into that sustainable idea. And it makes them, going back to this idea of positivity, it makes them feel whole. It makes them feel synchronised with themselves. Yeah, I can do this. I can actually go from A to B in that. Wow, thank goodness I saw Lisa and Peter because they've actually made my world a lot easier. Mm. And people people want that. But they still want that little element of trend. But it has to work for their personal style. Yeah. Um, and I, 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 go on. No, go on. It was interesting because um, on another little fact that I pulled out, because you mentioned about this idea of positivity, but again, going back to this idea of it's a two-way street with clothes, because again, there are some clothes that can make us feel bad yeah. about ourselves. And they call that a cognitive dissonance, which is really interesting. It's about those clothes that don't align with us. So we never wear it again. So as in, um, we were talking about influencers before um, in our conversation before yeah. this, um, saying that we may look at influencers and we may like their style and we may be inspired to buy something of what they wear. But what we don't realise is, does that style work for my shape? And that's where we may try those pieces that we've seen on those influencers or, or style icons. But when we put it on, we're not actually looking at how that fits for our proportions. Yeah. And then we, when then we get a cognitive dissonance, we don't align with that. So we think, oh, my God, I'm going to take it off. And then we, we think, oh, my God, my wardrobe's completely hopeless now. I feel really negative about my wardrobe. Yeah. And that's where that sets in, where we start to feel very, very negative about all the pieces we've we bought because we've been inspired maybe by even a fashion magazine, you know, um, colours, the, the new trend colour. So we try it for ourselves, we put it on and we look at ourselves in the mirror and thinking, oh my God, I really look awful in that. Yeah. So again, it's almost like a vicious cycle, yeah. which is why I think, and you probably, um, we've said this before, is in personal stylist is a really good way to get you back on track as a person to to really find out what that person's about to mm -hmm. dress them yeah um, but it, you you've just hit that because you said it before but you've hit the nail on the head it's personal so 
everybody, like you said before, is different. Everybody's different. Everybody is it is unique. We have our own unique coloring. We have our own unique style. And I I always use the analogy as well. You know, if you've ever been bought a present, a piece of clothing, an accessory from somebody else, and you you open it up, don't you? You unwrap it and you go, ah. Oh, that's nice. And and <laughs> automatically you're thinking, oh, my God, I've got to pretend I like this. But actually, it's it's no disrespect to the person who's bought yes. it, but they've bought it because they like it. Yeah. They don't think, right, now, what does um, – what does Peter like? What what's his, what colours does he like? What styles does he like? Mm. They just think, I like this. So Peter will you. like this. But actually, yeah. Peter or me, for instance, we might not like it. You know, I mm. my mum, you know, never in the end bought anything for me, clothing-wise, because she'd know. She'd, she'd say to me, can I come with you and you choose something? So we do it Which as a... Nice. You know, we do it as a partnership kind of thing. Yeah. But... That's why sometimes when we're given a present, we we don't necessarily go, wow, that's lovely, because it's it's not necessarily our style. And that's why we we chatted about this before as well. If you go shopping with a friend, Mm. there's nothing wrong in that. But potentially the friend will say, oh, this is nice. Oh, that's nice. Why don't you try this? But actually, that's because they like it. And 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 again, yes. it won't necessarily be the right color for your for the friend, or it might not be the right style. And that's where, when yeah. you work with a personal stylist, it's personal. It's it's the focus is, as they would say, it's all about me. You know, isn't it? It's yeah. it's all the about pamper. that. Yeah, it's the pamper session. It's the we will only do what's right for you. Yeah, because we look at that person in front of us um, objectively. Yeah. As in, we look at them um, almost as in like a fabulous mannequin to dress. Mm-hmm. And we're, I can imagine you're like this, Lisa, thinking, right, what we're going to put you in today. Yeah, I get so excited. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I completely agree. Because it's it's for me to learn about that person and is in actively listening mm-hmm. to what that person is saying about their lifestyle. Because I want to know... Um, what makes that person tick? Is in what inspires that person? What programs does that person love to watch? Do they love to watch Strictly Come Dancing, etc.? Or, or do they like to watch Detective? You know, just finding out about that person and just making them align with the clothes because yeah. clothes are references as well. Because we fuse so much to clothes. You know, like it could be even a, an item of clothing that has been passed down to us, like mm-hmm. an heirloom item of clothing. So as in clothes are so important, which is why we look at our customers objectively and we want to make sure, again, that synchronicity from the inside of that person happens on the outside, which is where they wouldn't get that cognitive dissonance. They wouldn't feel negative about themselves. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to make them feel amazing and look amazing. And and it's real. yeah, you're you're 100% because I, I think it's about a wardrobe full of positivity, not negativity. Yeah. And, and as much as you might have paid a lot of money for a garment, if it does not fill you with joy, move it on you know pay it forward to a charity give it put it on vinted you know anything like that but if it doesn't give you that positive mindset it shouldn't be there if it's got sentimental value you know I would still say bag it up 
pop it under the bed, just but don't have it in the wardrobe because you can no one's saying empty your wardrobe. We're just saying only have it in there, what gives you a positive mindset. And you you you're sitting there with that big smile on your I'm, face. Um it's interesting. So I lost my mum in January. And I've been going through her wardrobe, right? And my mum's wardrobe is a walk-in wardrobe. So you can imagine, I walk in there when I'm thinking, okay, I'm being brave. I've got to start doing things. I found the most stunning Burberry's, not Burberry, Burberry's trench coat. So I reckon this trench coat must go back to 1980s easily. There's not a mark on it, right? It's stunning. Size six will fit me like a dream, right? But but it's not my style. So as wow. much as I love the, the jacket, the coat, the trench coat, and I will never sell it because it has, obviously that has massive sentimentality. It's hanging yeah. on this side of my wardrobe, right? Because I look at it and think, I'd really love to wear this, but it is so not my style. But then I dug a little bit deeper and there's another Burberry's. So again, it's not Burberry's. Again, it's like 1980s, but it's a little blue bomber jacket. That's my style. So I've worn that and I love it because it's me. But there's two garments that are heritage, vintage, stunning. But I had to put aside my, as much as I love that, that's not me. And that's like you said, even certain things we we have, we can wear them. Or we just have to say, no, that's not me. Because as much as yeah. I would feel pretty good wafting around in a Burberry's trench coat, yeah. I'd catch myself in the mirror and go, that's not me. Yeah. Oh, that is so powerful. It's really is, interesting. Yeah. And just by you saying that, is in you could be so attracted to reach for it and wear it and mm-hmm. want to connect with your mum in that fashion aspect but then you knew that you were probably doing yourself a disservice um and but then again it's still celebrating the item of clothing Mm. and then having that as an heirloom piece but I'm so chuffed um that you made that decision to wear that little bomber jacket because oh, I bet stunning. That it's very me. And, you know, I have to say hats off to Burberry because the, the trench coat had lost a button and I took it up to Knightsbridge, took it to the shop. And I said, oh, could you just, can you, can you find me a button identical? And the, the man said, just bear with me. Went away, came back. He said, there you go. I was like, what do you mean? He said, it's done. They actually put a new button on it for me. Everything. They, they put did, a new button. Yeah, done. There and then they have a seamstress in the store. So I said to them, okay, that oh God, that's amazing. What do I owe you? And they were like, nothing. And I was like, oh, no, why? seriously. They were like, no, no, it's it. And then they went, How old is this trench coat? And I was <sighs> like, I know. And and you know, but but again, you've got to go to that positivity, like you and I yes. were just talking about. The bomber jacket I love makes me feel positive. I love the fact when the fat when the you know the um, the lining flashes out. But mm. I had to make that decision. So it goes Same. back to everything we've spoken about mm. about you have to feel so good in your clothing because it yeah. it sends that. I think it makes you smile, doesn't it? It certainly does, and it and you know you can step out, and you know sometimes actually um, through COVID. Um, especially with colour and cut, um, I decided 
to actually um i love a little char jacket as in a char jacket it's almost like a jacket with like several pockets on it it's very um it almost goes back to the idea of the train drivers from the like the yes. 30s it's that yeah, sort yeah. of work where look but what i did is i used to get some um i used to get some um i'd always look in the shops for like white um char jackets and dyed them in because i love orange orange is one of my favorite colors yeah yeah and so through COVID, I, I dyed a few of these char jackets, different colours, and I would put them on and pop to, you know, pop to um, getting some food, etc. you know, um, lining up and, you know, yeah, gaps, yeah. et cetera. And I've, I decided it wasn't just about dressing for me. It was also wearing a colour to inspire other people because the lady at the till says, oh, I love you in that colour. I love that, that bright orange. And I thought, wow. Is yeah. in it's it's we are dressing for ourselves firstly yes. because I think you should dress for yourselves not for your friends or anyone else but for yourself and but secondly by you dressing for yourself you don't realize how it will actually make other people very happy because just by through color itself is in wearing that wow color I mean mm -hmm. we always see it like especially coming into um, winter time when we're on the train and we see like um, a, a sea of greys navies and blacks don't get me wrong I still like to wear a little bit of black and navy um, but just to see that burst of color and it's such a positive impact mm -hmm. and am I wrong when I say I smile Yes. When I see someone in, in a bright colour. Yeah, massively. It's fantastic, isn't it? Yeah, 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 massive. And I think this season, for, for the ladies, there's so many, like, brightly coloured coats, isn't there? But mm. I think what's really interesting, and I think you and I could talk forever, but I just <laughs> wanted to finish as well. I think what's really interesting, we all need to learn to take a compliment because that's another thing, you know? We all, people will say exactly like, you know, the lady said to you with your orange um jacket she said oh, you look lovely in that jacket and actually we all learn when we get a compliment like that whether it's a, a, a jacket or a coat or a shape or whatever we need to be able to say thank you very much because do you know what yeah. I always think and it's a really hard thing to do don't get me wrong it's a really hard thing to do it but is. when you do it it makes the person who said oh, I love that coat yeah. And you go, thank you. Because I do it. I, I see people when I'm out and about and I say, oh, my goodness, you look so lovely. And you you see their face light up, you know, and we yeah. need to learn to give the compliments and we need to learn to take them. I love that completely, Lisa. <laughs> you know what? Because I, we know the power of that because time and time again, how many of our clients have been told something negative about yeah. their body yeah. shape or about you shouldn't be wearing that? You know, like, um, and from people, it could be people in the family, friends, um, colleagues who've made them feel question their style as if it's a, as if in a negative sense. Yeah. But, but what, what we really do is in, we say, listen, is in, it's about, it's about you and it's about you celebrating that colour. And by, by actually giving someone a compliment, think, inspires them and and I really do go out of my way when I see someone where when they're wearing a lovely beautiful floral or a bright colour I actually I almost would um walk across the street to say yeah to them, yeah 
can I just say you look amazing in that colour and how impactful is that to that mm -hmm. person yeah um, because that that's a memory that will have thinking god I remember that person said I look fantastic and it really boosts that person yeah, and yeah. that's the positive power of clothing is in it's just about synchronizing your inside with your outside absolutely and I love that and what a way to finish the podcast um I love that and and you're so right and I hope everybody has really enjoyed listening to, to this one because it is it's it's a passion that you and I have in making people feel good in what they wear mm. you know and it, it is it's it's massively what I do it's massively what you do yeah. Peter for um the people that are listening and watching where can they find you where's the best place for them to kind of hook up with you is it on linkedin is it facebook is it your website i think you've actually nailed, nailed all of them basically <laughs> but is it, if you if you literally um googled peter the personal stylist you will come across me on okay. there okay. and um, you can find me on facebook um and i'm on instagram as peter the personal stylist and it, it does what it says on the tin um but i'm again on linkedin as well and um some people know me as well as um mr color so um, that's another way for them to see because um, I, I love to teach at the London College of Style colour analysis as well because it plays a big part in what we do. Yeah. Um, so, um, but thank you so much for having me on this podcast. No, it's my you, first ever podcast. Oh my God, but see what I mean? You could just talk forever because we have so much in common with regards to what we do and, and how we work. Yeah. I think it was it was um, a marriage made in heaven for, for today. So I hope everybody has enjoyed the podcast and please come back next week um, and we will see you all again soon. Thank you, Peter, so much. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye. Bye. Take care, everyone. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to know more about working with me, then why not book a discovery call with me via my website, lisatalbert.co.uk. And I look forward to welcoming you back next week. Bye bye.